0: So, was it hard or easy for you to find a therapist? And how did you go about doing it? Great question. Um, or questions.
1: I feel like I'm kind of a rare case because mm-hmm. I've heard from a lot of people that it takes, it can take several tries to find a therapist that you are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And like I know therapy in general is kind of uncomfortable, but I mean ther- therapists are humans too. So, right. you got to find one that, You know, you feel heard, you feel no judgment. And so I think knowing that ahead of time was really helpful because if I didn't know that, I would have just like picked a random therapist thinking they're all the same. But uh, when I needed to go to therapy or when I was like, okay, enough's enough. I I have to go to therapy. This is my next step. I was like, okay, let me do some research. And I was postpartum. I think it was like three months. It was three months after having my baby, something like that. And so I researched postpartum therapists. And I think I used some website, maybe Psychology Today or. Oh, that's a good one. I think I think that's what I used. I can't remember for sure. But it was really great because it pulled up all the therapists. Like I could filter the therapists um, that were covered under my insurance insurance. Um, and then you could do other filters too but I actually when I looked through there I was really disappointed in the profiles Mm -hmm. because it kind of says like what their what their strong points are Mm -hmm. in therapy and um, a little bit about themselves right and I just didn't love any of the bios I read so I opened it outside of my insurance and of course that's where I found one that I really (laughs) liked Um, her bio just really spoke to me Mm -hmm. and Luckily, it was accurate, and I I really liked her. In the very first session, I felt so understood, and, like, I was actually being listened to, and she validated all my feelings. I felt really safe. I think that's a big thing with therapy, too, is, like, feeling mm-hmm. safe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I got really lucky with my therapist, and... It was pretty easy to find one for me. I also That's I, awesome. I also knew that I really wanted a female so mm-hmm. that she could understand a lot. Like a, I feel like a lot of my trauma and um difficulties in life have to do with being a female. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted somebody that could un, like could really empathize with me. Right. Not that it's always like a must to get somebody that is your same sex, but in my case it definitely helped. And um, yeah, and then again, I knew a lot of my stuff what
0: had to deal with had to do with pregnancy and postpartum and all right. that so so i f- i feel like you found it in like a specific time of your life where you're like this is i know yeah. that this is what it is i know that this is the issue i need to go for this reason and mm-hmm. i think i need to find somebody that can understand that yes i think that that's awesome that you found somebody on the first try Very rare. <laughs> it's it's not uh common no yeah. that i've heard and i don't know what's common right like yeah I can only base it off of, like, the couple people that I know. Mine was not Same. as easy. <laughs> but I also started when I was younger trying to go. And I didn't know why I was going. So, obviously... What, what I, like, first inspired you? Um, I think... To go to therapy. When I was younger, my mom had... Re- not requested. My mom had suggested it. That was the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. She, su- she suggested that I go... And I went to – it was somebody in college, and it was the one person – it was a psychologist, so they can actually give you medication. Mm. Pretty sure I met with that person for about 15 to 20 minutes, and they gave me a very high dosage (gasps) of medication that did not sit well with me. Wow. And that happened with – probably within a week or two, I was – down for the count it was just and i did not go back so i i that was like my first initial thing that i got from that and i did not like it and it was bad and i just and i was like oh well everybody's like this if they're just going to medicate me Mm -hmm. and not like at least try and figure out what's going (laughs) on therapy is awful so i was just like okay you know we're just going to do away with therapy like it's obviously not going to be an option they just want to give me medication i don't necessarily want to be on medication because of the been met on medication my entire life I don't really want to be on it yeah so I was like okay scratch that we're not doing therapy it took me probably another year or two and it happened that like I don't I don't know how somebody in the family like knew of a therapist or something along those lines and so they're like why don't you go here I was like oh my family knows them like mm, I so, don't like that <laughs> yeah so I went and I just I didn't – I don't know. The whole time I felt like I was very skeptical because I was like, oh, well, if she knows, like, my mom or if she knows my sister – I don't know who she knew. But if she knows somebody, I don't feel comfortable because what – and now – Therapy is confidential. I think there's only two instances where it's not. But, like, therapy, everything you say is confidential. So she couldn't have gone to my family. But in my mind, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, what if she's just talking one day and it just happens to come up? Or what if, you know, one of my family members asks, can like, what if she accidentally says something? Or, like, kind of things like that that I was like, okay, you know, I just don't feel great about this. So therapy scratched again. Like, (laughs) we're done with that one. I didn't really connect with her. Both of these people, by the way, probably could have been great. It's It just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't something that I really connected with. So, you know, that was probably, my guess is like sophomore year of college, freshman, sophomore year, something like that, until... I believe it was 2018. I would moved out to Austin. I'd been here for two years and I was staying in my apartment pretty much all the time. Like I've never, it sounds like COVID times, but <laughs> I was never out of my apartment. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'm not doing great. I'm really struggling. I don't know why. I don't know what's happening. Let me just reach out to somebody and see, you know, everybody around me keeps talking about therapy that they're going to. And they keep saying it's awesome and I don't understand why and I just I just don't get it. So I was like, you know what? Let me just look it up. So I'm pretty sure what happened and this is hard to remember because I don't I don't remember how I found it, but I do remember trying to go, I believe, through Oh, I know what happened. I was actually Looking, so I love horses, right? And I was actually looking into going and helping out therapy, like therapists. So they do, um, horses are really known for helping with, um, autistic and special needs children. I don't know. I apologize to any of the special needs. I don't know if that's the correct term. Uh, but that, that group of children, it's really good for joints and riding and things like that. Um, really good for hand eye coordination. They do cool. obstacles and stuff. So I went to a couple places around there looking into that just to see if I could volunteer. And so I'm looking and I'm searching and I'm like, okay. So I tried out a couple different places and I just felt, I didn't feel great being there. I felt like, um, I just didn't feel very connected to any place that I went. They were all great experiences. I just felt like I couldn't really get into it. I felt very inferior. Um mm. all personal issues, by the way. <laughs> but I just felt like I wasn't good enough to do it. Um, I was like, Oh, these people are helping, but I don't think I'm good enough to help. These people are having great experiences. I don't I don't know that I'm good enough to create these experiences again for these people. Oh. Which is terrible now yeah, that I think about so it. Sad. I don't feel that way anymore. Good. But um, so as I'm like looking up, I was, you know, looking for another place to go. I think I had tried out two and I just wanted to test out another one, see what their processes were, that kind of thing. And I came across this website and it was like therapy. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe it's another one. Um, But it was, it was therapy for people that had like traumas and things like that. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me look a little bit more into this. So I like look into it and it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's horse related. Um, it's therapy for people with trauma. And I was like, oh, well, well, I don't really have that. But, you know, maybe they just do regular therapy. And so I like go, I look it up and I email this lady and, and she's like, yeah, sure, let's set up a session. And I was like, OK, cool. This is interesting. Like, you know, it's a, it's a little expensive, but try it out. So I go and I go, I think only went twice. And the first time she was, by the way, read her bio. She was awesome. Like, I connected with it, immediately sent it to my mom. And I was like, look at this. This is amazing. This is exactly what I've been looking for that I didn't know that I was looking for. Like, this is just so cool. And I was like, is it bad that I really just want to go for the horses? Like, is that just a terrible thing to do? So I get there and I'm, like, talking to her. And I was like, you know, it just, the horses just kind of, like, turned me onto this idea. And she was like, most people, yeah, it's most people. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, okay, then that I don't feel as bad for that, you know? Like, it doesn't i don't feel as bad for wanting to come for the therapy she's like yeah i always say people you know come for the horses and leave with the therapy (laughs) and i'm like okay cool great whatever works yeah so um sit down i have like a conversation with her everything goes good she's like i think that we could probably take you on as a client i do see actually some trauma in your past that needs to be worked through and i was like oh interesting because <laughs> um, i kind of just laid it all out there and she's like oh man i'm so sorry that happened to you and i when that first happened was like what do you mean what happened to me and she was like yeah uh, you know i'm really sorry that that happened and i'm like oh my gosh that's bad i guess what i just said was worthy enough of a person to apologize for the experience i had mm-hmm. and it that was the first time that that had ever happened and I was so taken aback that I was like, oh, maybe I do need therapy. Like, maybe this is an actual thing. If somebody is apologizing for something that has happened in my life, that that's just insane to me. Like, I always think like, oh, these people have it worse. These people have it worse. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe I do have a little bit of something that I need to work through. So with like not knowing, you knowing where like where you wanted to get therapy from because of your postpartum and me not knowing, I think the most important thing to take away from it is do like a little bit of research just to kind of get an idea of like how you're feeling. Why are you feeling that way? Is it, are you man or like man or female, (laughs) male or female? um, You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be your same gender, but it can be. And I think it's important to feel represented in whoever you're talking to. Right. So I think just like maybe researching a little bit before. You're, now, I know sometimes when you're like in a deep, dark spot, it's very hard to research. But maybe just ask friends or ask around. Like, don't try not to feel too scared to do that. I like so, yeah. having like just even reaching out to a friend like, hey, would you mind just
1: researching some therapists in our area? Or mm-hmm. now that most therapists are doing Zoom only, like you can kind of get a the therapist wherever mm-hmm. now. So, yeah, asking for that help. No matter who it's from, just to help get you started,
0: right? Absolutely, I think that's I think that's a very courageous step that you could take. Yes,
1: <laughs> and just knowing that the first time is not always the first therapist you see is not always like your therapist, right? And yeah, just to be open and open and willing to try until you find that one person that you're comfortable with.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you feel a little bit down about like your first experience not going well, it's totally normal and it's totally, totally fine. Keep trying, please. Yes. <laughs> we would love for you to keep trying because I think it's so important and so awesome once you get there. Yes. And
1: if you have any tips on how to find a therapist, uh, please like let us know. Comment on our Instagram post. Send us a message. Send us an email. Any of the
0: other ways to contact us that yes. I'm forgetting. <laughs> I, th- I think you got them all. Okay. <laughs> any, way, any way to contact us, you can reach us through those. Um, yeah. And
1: if you want to share your story about how you found therapy and your experience like we would love to we'd love to hear it
0: yes absolutely um so this is going to be end of part two we are going to go um you can listen now for part three which is going to be the different kinds of therapy that we have can't wait thank
1: you for listening